everyone, and welcome back to the Red Beard Outdoors podcast. This is Jonathan, your host here at Red Beard Outdoors, and I've got a great one today. Another awesome conversation with a buddy of mine. Uh, his name is Haxon Hunt on Instagram, uh, but his name is Braxton, and he's an awesome guy that just loves being outdoors. Grew up in the outdoors here in Utah, and I won't say much more than that until you listen to the conversation. But thank you uh, for everyone that is joining me again. For anyone that's new, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this podcast. And everyone that has been a consistent listener, I really, really appreciate your support. I can't express that enough. Thank you so much. And yeah, so here at Redbeard Outdoors, for anyone new, I have three main pillars that I talk about, three main ideas, things that encompass my life. One is faith and family, all wrapped into one, fitness and the outdoors. Those three things are my life. If I'm not doing one, I'm doing one or the other. <laughs> and so I share that with people because I, I know the happiness that this has brought to me, the success up to this point in my life that this has brought to me, and I want the same for you. I want you to feel that happiness, success, healthiness, everything that goes along with being happy and healthy, having a smile on your face, even during these trying times. So that's what I focus on here at Redbeard Outdoors. Uh, you can also go find me on Instagram at red.beard.outdoors. I post there daily. I uh, want to share with people just the normal day-to-day stuff that goes on in, in the house and how we incorporate all three of those things, family, fitness, and the outdoors every single day. So go follow me over there. I also have a couple other links below. I'll discuss those a little bit more. You should go check out those companies. Uh, they're companies that I personally use and that I work with. They're amazing people, great products, and that's why I recommend them, simply because I use them and I trust them. And uh, you should go check them out if you're into any of those three topics, family, fitness, and the outdoors. Go go take a look. Now, without further ado, hope you enjoy this amazing conversation with my buddy Braxton. And uh, yeah, here we go. All right, so we got here Braxton from Hacks and Hunt. Uh, if you guys have seen him on Instagram, you should follow him if you're not. And uh, he puts out some great content. He goes and reviews bows and does a lot more than that as well uh, on his channel on YouTube as well. So you should go look him up at Haxen, H-A-X-E-N, Hunt. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's uh, hear from you, Braxton. Uh, who are you? What do you? What do you like to do and why bow hunting? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm uh, stoked to be here with you and finally get the opportunity to have a good conversation with you. Um, so I'm Braxton. A lot of people literally just think my name's Haxon, so I just kind of roll with it and don't correct anybody. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm just in Utah and bow hunting's just kind of been my thing since I think I bought my first bow when I was like 11. Uh, shopped on eBay for months trying to find the best deal found them for like 200 bucks <laughs> and ever since then i mean it's just it's just been non-stop i mean that's where all my money goes all my time my when i met my wife i told her i was like you know what hunting is a big part of me bow hunting's a big part of me and it takes a lot of time so uh we're gonna get you on board and get you a bow and see if you like it and she had fun with it for a little bit but then uh now it's just kind of stuck to just me but that's i mean my whole life is archery and just bow hunting and just 
I don't, I really don't do a whole lot of other things, <laughs> but that's awesome. That, yeah. And you can, you can tell, um, you know, so when I was getting into to archery, um, just in the last couple of years, uh, I came across your channel and a couple other guys. And, and there's a lot of people out there that are just trying to sell you stuff and trying to get you to, to buy from their sponsors, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, I, I liked that you were real about it. You obviously weren't bought out by any companies. Um, you gave your, your feedback, which obviously yours is a little bit different than mine because you've got that 30 inch draw length with them, which I'm jealous of. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I, I do love the reviews and everything, but what, what is, what is Haxon? Like, where did that come from? Um, so yeah, that's, I get that question a lot. Um, Haxon, I mean, the name itself came from, so my wife's name is Haley and then I'm Braxton. And so I stuck it together and originally it was pronounced Haxon and everybody kept saying Haxon. I'm like, no, it's Haxon. So I correct everybody. And then I'm like, actually Haxon's way cooler. <laughs> and so that kind of came to be, and I planning on trying to come up with some, you know, some platform to be able to share uh, my love for the archery world. And I, I'm glad you kind of brought up that I, I don't have a single sponsor with Haxon. I don't have discount codes for anything. I don't have any exclusive deals with anyone. It's literally just, just me. I mean, people are like, Oh, you know, how do you, what do you do to buy the bows to review or whatever? And, um, I've been really grateful for my, uh, local archery shop. Uh, TNT Archery, Terry that owns that's been super awesome. I went in one day. I was like, "Dude, you cool if I just like yell at a camera like for a few hours, just talk about bows?" He's like, "Sure, what the heck?" I'm like, that's kind of weird. And uh, sure enough, I mean, it just started rolling. And I mean, it's not big by any means, but it's it's definitely reached further than I expected right off the bat. And yeah, I just try to be as authentic as possible. A lot of people throw oh, your Hoyt fanboy because I mean I do like shooting my Hoyts um, I got nothing to do with Hoyt if Bowtech came out with a bow that felt better in my hand I'd buy that in a heartbeat or Matthews or whatever but I kind of try to pride myself in to not being a sellout not I mean there's no no harm in somebody trying to you know get a sponsorship that way they can do that as their full-time job and stuff like that but for me it's been my you know best goal to try to do it myself and try to get the content that that people like me want to see like I kept seeing content you know I'm sponsored by so-and-so go buy this go buy that use my discount code go get this go this. I'm like no just go buy my stuff so I can you know <laughs> buy a bow for myself and review it but and uh I mean then that kind of what kind of what led to my giveaways I'm sure you've seen I think the last like three years I've given away 10 plus bows just funded by me. And, and I mean, it gets expensive. I think, I think my like 20, what was it? 2019 or 2020 tax return. I was working on my expenses and I was like, Oh, I spent like 40 grand on archery stuff in a year. Whoops. My bad. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of been my passion is just to get as many people into archery as I can. Um, I mean, I didn't grow up with, with money by any means. I mean, a two, $300 bow was, was as expensive as I could even dream about. And so I've always just told myself, you know what, 
if I can give away a hundred bows a year, like I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know where, but it's going to happen. So that's kind of, kind of what and how, and a long story there. That's kind of how Haxon started. <laughs> that's awesome. So it's a combination of you and your wife's name and you just kind of ran with it. That I like it. Um, and I, I know you guys, you don't have, well, you've got a fur baby, don't you? You've got a, do you have a puppy? Yeah, we, uh, a couple of years ago, we got a German short hair pointer and got him trained pheasant hunting and stuff. And then he, uh, he's kind of got some separation anxiety. So we got him a friend. <laughs> we just got a, a, uh, oh my gosh, what is it? Australian shepherd. Mm. Um, he's probably seven months old now, but yeah, one of my old buddies had, had his, both of his parents and he's like, Hey, I bred my dogs. I got puppy. I'm like, dude, I'll buy one. I know how good your dogs are. So got one off him and it's just been chaos ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Cool. So, so combining your, your name with your wife's, which is that's, that's awesome to begin with. And, and it's cool that she was interested to, to get into shooting a little bit um, with the bow at the beginning, but obviously, you know, she found out that's not for her. Um, but let's, let's start from the beginning there. Why, why did you even get into bow hunting at, you said 11 when you bought your first bow? I think you mentioned on one of your videos, it was a diamond or something like that, that yeah. you could just extend the draw length and change the weight and everything. It was super adjustable. Um, you still have that bow, don't you? I do. It's actually just sitting right under me. <laughs> it's awesome. an old, uh, diamond edge. And I remember the, the day I placed my bid on eBay. I mean, 11 years old spending, I think it was like 249 bucks. I mean, that's a lot of money. I, I mowed a lot of lawns. I did a lot of chores, <laughs> saved up and I bought it. And I mean, I waited outside for the UPS truck to come on by, drops it off and I opened up the box. I'm stoked out of my mind. I'd ordered it. It was like 40 to 50 pounds and dropped back and it was like 20. I was like, what? what the heck? So I contact the seller and they were like, Oh, our bad. We sent you the wrong ones. So I had to ship it back and I had to wait another couple of weeks. This was before two day shipping was a thing. <laughs> and sure enough, the UPS guy came out again and he, he knew I was waiting for it because I saw him every other day. And he's like, dude, here's your bow. Like must, <laughs> he must do something archery. He's like, been patient waiting for this one I don't, I don't know how he knew what was going on maybe my parents talked I don't know I was just <laughs> a kid in a candy store waiting for the waiting for Santa Claus to drop it by and uh it kind of all started with my dad he did archery for a little bit um growing up um I think I'd gone on like one archery hunt with him but hunting overall uh, how old was I? I was probably like seven or eight we had done a rifle hunt. Um, so it was my dad, me, my two other siblings. We went out and hiked out in the middle of nowhere and he ended up shooting a little three point. And I've got that mounted on my wall downstairs. And uh, that kind of sparked it, I guess. Like, I just remember that being the coolest moment, a moment of my life. And so he helped me, he took me out. And I mean, he's just, one of those weekend warrior hunters, not nothing super dedicated to it. And I just kind of took it over and took it to a whole new level. And this last year I told him, I was like, dad, we got to get you a tag. It'd been like 20 years since he got his own tag. 
and I got him a rifle tag. I'm like, I'll do all the work. He's like, I ain't gutting it. I ain't dragging it out. I'll show up and shoot it. That's it. <laughs> all right, Dad, deal. So I went out the night before the opener, the rifle hunt, and found this little three by four. Like, all right, I'll be there in the morning and took him out and shot him 300 yards five minutes after the sun was up. And I took care of it all and he was, he was stoked. <laughs> but That's awesome. So I'm just he, jabbering around all over the place. No, you're good. So, so no, I, I remember seeing that and, uh, uh, that that's a cool experience. My, my dad's not much of a hunter himself. He grew up kind of doing it a little bit. Um, but I grew up in North Carolina. He was from Kentucky and it was a lot of rifle hunting, which for me, I, I don't know, like I tried it a couple times and it felt like target practice. I didn't like that. Um, I'm a big animal lover. And so I'm, I'm all about the fair chase and everything. I didn't like having a salt lick down one shooting lane and corn down the other one. Like it just, it just didn't feel good. And so, yeah. um, you know, I didn't get into that much out East, but coming out here, it's a whole different ball game. And I, I love it. And even if, even if you don't see animals that are within range, like just being able to get out and, and see different mountain ranges and how they change, uh, every single season of the year, it just, it's, it's an awesome experience, but going back to, so your dad got you into it. Um, and then now you're kind of coming full circle to where now you're dragging your dad out when I'm sure he used to drag you out. Right. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's awesome. So, but he's, he's obviously not shooting his bow anymore. He's, his shoulders are a little too old for that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually got his bow sitting in here somewhere. It's, uh, it's an old, like 1985 Martin Lynx. That thing is like, it feels like you're pulling back 120 pound bow. Like it's awful, <laughs> but for some reason on the scale, it still shows 70. I'm like, dad, how did you shoot this thing? And I shot it a couple of times just messing around, but I'm like, my 80 pound bow is 10 times easier than that old dinosaur. And he's, he always makes fun of me, dude, you gotta go, go take out the Martin Lynx and shoot a deer with that. See all that. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd hit anything. <laughs> You're like I might as well use a recurve. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Spear at that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Jump on the, the deer's back at that point. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so cool. Well, tell, tell me a little bit more about that. So you grew up, um, kind of in the outdoors. Were you from Utah? Yeah. Yeah. So born and raised in St. George, Utah. So just right on the Arizona, Utah border, sunny St. George. I mean, today it was 70 degrees mid January, uh, move into Northern Utah come March. So I'm a little sad about that, but it'll, it'll, I guess we'll get used to the snow. <laughs> yeah, what, I was going to say, what part of Northern Utah? Uh, we're going to be in Eagle mountain area. So my no work's way. moving up there. Yeah, so we're gonna we're just building a house there right now and get up there come spring. Cool. And you're building an archery range in your backyard, right? Oh, something. I mean, as big as <laughs> as big as my yard is, I'll get a good ten, maybe fifteen yards if I get lucky. So I've got <laughs> I've got plans in the future to get some get some land to actually make something happen to have a big range. That's awesome. Yeah. So Eagle Mountain's not too far from me, so I might be bugging you a little bit more now that you're you're gonna be up here but oh let's do it let's do it <laughs> heck yeah that's awesome so so you grew up st george which it's too hot for me most of the year um i know people that i know quite a few people that live down there and, and they love it i i don't do heat very well um i just don't i prefer not to have to deal with that if i if i can avoid it but uh so you grew up in st george did like 
growing up, was there more than just hunting involved with your family as far as the outdoors or was it mainly just hunting season and, and that was it? Um, we did do a lot of camping. Uh, we were all involved in scouting. My dad was always our scout master. And I mean, I've been on, I can't even tell you how many campouts and camping in snow caves and going on the big, long backpacking hikes. And I feel like that's sparked more interest at a young age where it was like, Hey, just 10 year old kid packing a 40 pound backpack what felt like 40 miles, but now that I come to find out the trail is only like two miles long into uh, some hot pockets, some hot springs. Um, that was always like my absolute favorite camp out. And now it's like kind of taken full circle into the hunting where, you know, throw a 110 pound backpack now and go hike a good 10, 15, 20 miles somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, St. George, we, we did, I, I grew up playing soccer. Um, so I was always outside doing that. I blew my knee out a couple of times. And so I finally quit sports. I just figured it's not worth having old man knees for when I'm only 16, 17 years old. <laughs> uh, and I mean, it's, but that's basically, you know, I did just live outside. I was kind of just one of those punk kids, all my buddies out there, soft guns, paintball, watching deer hiking i don't know i was never i never played video games or anything i was just always outside playing in the dirt somewhere that's awesome so yeah and i i, I love that that's uh it seems to be a big thing you know out here it's it's a little different out east um it's more mud and and stuff like that that you're dealing with but um i yeah i really do love it out here it's it's an awesome place to go if you're looking for adventure and, and it sounds like you had quite a few awesome experiences growing up. Now, um, you know, you, you go full circle into, into hunting and applying that into hunting. Um, do you prefer the backpack style hunting or do you prefer a truck or RV or, you know, I guess trailer style hunting? What, what do you prefer? Well, it's going to have to start changing due to some new laws, but uh, my, my overall favorite thing that I, loved doing is setting out an old salt block hike in somewhere set a salt block throw a camera and just kind of study an area I've never once actually killed a killed the animal that I had on camera that I was trying to go after I always got trigger happy and first buck walked in I'd fling an arrow at but um that that was always kind of my go-to I think it, it was kind of just due to my uh my grandpa so we've got a, we've got a cabin, um, here in Utah in the mountains and my grandpa had gotten cancer. What was it? 2005, 2008, somewhere around there. And, uh, he did a lot of hunting, but he hadn't been able to hunt too much. And he had just built this, this Jeep Rubicon all jacked up and he was a big Moab guy. So we, we took his Jeep out in the Hills, um, where our cabin is and, found this random spot he's like i guarantee we'll find some deer in here and i think since 2012 i've had a camera on that tree since then and he had passed away i think in 2012 2011 somewhere in there um and so that was always a special moment for me anytime i get in a stand i just always remember going to that spot with my grandpa i've sat i usually sit in that stand at least once a year sometime just just hanging out but there's good deer, good elk, almost had a 
370 bowl last see 2020 in that exact spot i had a tag there and would have been cool but it's too thick so it's hard to shoot but uh yeah that's kind of what i've done and then recently as i get a little bit older and just start money gets a little bit easier to take some time off of work and stuff um going in for spot and stock or camping or just pile up in a trailer and sleep overnight and just go hike around has kind of been what I've been doing lately. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, that, that law about the, the trail cameras, it's an interesting one. Um, I feel like it, it's the same thing with like lighted knocks and uh, using the Garmin site and things like that. Um, it's just people dragging their feet. And unfortunately, you know, um, I, I know I reached out to my representative and, uh, you know, said that I wasn't up for that. I didn't want that to happen, but um, apparently not enough people reached out. And and so we can't use trail cameras anymore, which I hadn't quite gotten into it. My buddy did it. And so I'd go out and, and put him up uh, with him. But I was looking at getting into stuff like that. And and it's interesting because even if you do have the cell cameras, like I don't know anyone that can teleport. I don't know about you, but by the time you get up to your camera, that buck or that bull is gone. Like they're miles away at that point. They move so fast. So I, anyway, that's just me. I don't, I don't know. I don't see a reason why that had to happen, but you know, now we just got to work on getting that, getting that back. Um, that's yeah. unfortunate for, for people like you that, that we're using salt blocks and, and stuff like that to, to, like you said, study the area, get to know um, where the animals were and, and where you needed to be. So you could be the most ethical and efficient possible. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But that's awesome. So, so you grew up in the outdoors, you know, being a boy, you, you love being outside. Uh, your family was all about hunting and, and camping with your current. Now I consider a husband and wife and fur babies, a family, but even just a husband and wife, what, what do you, what do you guys do um, to keep it simple when you're not hunting? Uh, how do you guys get out? I mean, you're in St. George, 70 degree weather in, in January. So I imagine you guys spend some time outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. We try to get out, especially with the dogs, um, the German short hair, it's like owning a bottle of caffeine that never stops moving. He's, he is a bottle of joy, but oh my gosh, I didn't realize that if you didn't work him out, he literally goes insane. You can look in his eyes and like, dude, you are on crack. Like what is going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, we get out, you know, just, it's something as simple as just a walk around our neighborhood or going for a longboard ride with them. I kind of use them as my little mushing dogs, just pull me on the board, um, do some hiking, some camping, um, during like spring, fall, when it's a little bit, uh, cooler, but warm enough, we like to go just North of St. George. Uh, there's a little recreation area of Pine Valley. Uh, we just go to the reservoir there and throw a barbecue on the ground and just have fun time with a couple friends eat some food and fish a little bit but pretty simple i mean we're really uh we're, we're pretty simple creatures over here um do we do uh we do do a lot of traveling um since we've been married i mean we've been see i went to the philippines right before we got married and then i went we went to indonesia and singapore a couple years ago we my wife's family's in Tennessee. So we go out there and in Florida. So we go out there 
just kind of, I don't know. I, lo I love traveling. I love seeing the world. I love experiencing new things and seeing new cultures. And I mean, kind of the coolest experiences I've got. One of my older brothers, he uh, served an LDS mission in the Philippines. So he came back and had a couple of his companions. They got together and built a business and made the weirdest videos, but it blew up in the Philippines due to the, just speaking their language. So he's, I guess you could call him the Justin Bieber of the Philippines, something like that. And so we went on tour with them there and just seeing the culture of the people and literally being treated like royalty was just insane. Just the coolest, most humble people. So I've always just tried to do my best in bringing that humility back with me. And same with when we went to Indonesia, we had been to this it's the island's called Lombok. Um, it's kind of like it's next to Bali, but not as I guess travel to it like Bali. And are we stayed at this Airbnb and we had like a private chef that cooked breakfast, lunch, and dinner for us. And we just loved this dude, like the funniest guy you could ever meet. So we were like, we're gonna surprise this guy. We're gonna go to his house, meet his family. So we uh talked to our our host guy or whatever i can't even remember what he was and he led us over to this guy's house and we went to this village in the middle of nowhere i mean there's even my parents my mom and dad are on mopeds like my mom's just mobbing this moped down this mountain my wife's on the back of my moped we're just hauling butt and uh we get to this this little tiny village and everybody starts like freaking out they're like, what are these aliens? Like my wife's got blonde hair. My mom's got blonde hair. My little brother's blonde haired blue eyed. Um, we're just cruising this, this little village. And all of a sudden, like, it just gets bigger and bigger. Just big crowd of people just start funneling around us. We're like, what is going on? And the, uh, the, our chef was like, this is the first time, uh, like a white person has ever been to our village. So like, the mayor comes in we're like they're like trying to talk to us like translate we're like what the heck the kids are scared of us like thinking that we're some crazy aliens but they were just the most humble people just so nice to talk to and i mean i don't know just hearing those backstories just I'm, I'm totally rambling off this is nothing to do with uh with hunting but i guess my life just kind of what i look to 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 bring into my own life to show people that I care, show people, you know, as much love as I can and, and, and bring those different attributes that, that I see wherever I travel. I'm, I'm rambling. <laughs> no, you're good. So, well, I mean, the, the three main things that I, that I focus on here, at, you know, Redbeard Outdoors on the Instagram and the podcast is family and faith kind of wrapped into one fitness and the outdoors and the outdoors, obviously hunting or, but backpacking, but you've traveled to places that I've never been. So I'm, I'm actually really enjoying hearing the, these experiences. Um, I mean, that's being outdoors. Like, and that's why I like to ask people those questions. Like, how do you incorporate that into your family and getting outdoors, not just hunting? Like uh, that's very prevalent here in Utah, but um, something as simple as like what you were saying, just taking your dogs for a walk around the park, um, taking them out and, and meeting your neighbors. Like, how many people don't know who they live next to, you know, and just getting out yeah. and walking around the neighborhood can make a difference in someone else's life. Like what you were saying, you know, spreading that 
that happiness to other people and just having a conversation with people makes a difference. But, but yeah, just something as simple. And I try and stress that to people. Um, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to have the newest gear or the best gear to go backpacking. Like just go for a three mile hike, or if you've never been hiking, go for half a mile. And then if you stand that well enough to go for another mile, you know, um, it doesn't have yeah. to be complicated. It really doesn't. And so, but, and especially now, um, where we're being, you know, locked down, not locked down, mask, no mask, all this stuff that's going on, uh, you know, just sharing a smile with someone makes a difference getting outside when you're being told, you know, like you got to stay away from other people and you need to be inside as much as possible. Getting outside makes a big difference in people's lives. And so, um, that's, that's why it's, you know, I don't feel like you're rambling at all. I feel like, um, that's super important to, you know, you bring that humility back from these other countries that, um, I don't know enough about, but it sounds like a third world country, um, that you come back. Like I served in Mexico. Um, I went to Mexico city and the suburbs and then the surrounding States. And it's super poor compared to what we have. And they don't have air conditioning. They don't have heat. Um, most of the time our water heater didn't work. So on the cold months, uh, we were taking cold showers. Like you just kind of have to deal with it. Um, or they, we, we broke all the rules that our, you know, our parents told us not to mix electricity and water. Um, and we'd take these irons and literally stick them in the water to heat the water up so that we could shower, <laughs> like <laughs> things like that. And you're like, but my mom said, that's not a good idea. You know, uh, you learn that stuff when you travel. And so I, I think that's cool. I, I honestly, I didn't know that you were into traveling. I just thought you went to work, you went to TNT archery, and then you came home and spent time with your wife and, and fur babies and then did it all over again. Like, I didn't realize that you were into travel. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. What, yeah. We, go ahead what was that i was just going to say what what gets you into what what got you into travel like where did that come from um it's i've always liked exploring like it could literally be exploring a cave in my backyard somewhere when i was growing up to exploring a complete random spot on the map and that's kind of what happened with with our indonesia trip my little brother he's i mean he's just the kid just lives the life. I mean, he's, what is he, 22 now? And he's been to more countries and places than most people ever dream about. Um, and he lives in Hawaii right now. He's just a beach bum, just just living the life. And so he's always kind of been our our go-to, like, hey, dude, where are we going this time? And he'll throw a pin at a map, basically, and just no expectations. Let's just, you know, go have fun. There's been There's been good times. There's been scary times. I was in Indonesia, me, him, and my other little brother, we tried to go surfing in these, and none of us are surfers. I mean, we're just, we're Utah kids. And um, we get on this, uh, this little bivy boat thing and get out there. And this, the guys don't speak English. And so they're like, oh, you know, waves. So we jump in, they're like eight, 10 foot waves like massive on a coral reef and we got crushed broke all three of our surfboards our parents aren't there my wife's on a separate island like, crap like we got to get back to the boat because the boat couldn't make it to shore and uh so we somehow lived through that battle scars and everything and i got a big scar down my back from pounding against the the coral but little brothers got 
coral stabbed into his feet. So we're just, we're just kind of just, I don't know, just adventurous. And my wife's the same way. And then that's kind of what um, drives her is just learning new places, getting new experiences, meeting new people. Um, the beach is her, her happy place. So I've got to buy, got to buy a cabin for me somewhere in the mountains and I got to buy a beach house for her at some point, <laughs> keep her happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just always an ongoing flow. Just, just go with the flow, have fun. And I, I tell people, you know, people think that it's, it's so expensive to travel and it's, it's really not. We flew to Indonesia and stayed there for two weeks. And for my wife and I, it was 2000 bucks. Like, we just it's it's not as expensive as you would expect i mean you can either go buy a bow or you can go travel the world one of the two so um that's kind of what i've been trying to do my best is just you know going traveling on coupons just making it cheap and having fun and creating those experiences and when we have kids that's kind of what what our goals are is just you know travel so many people are like oh just wait till you have kids you can't travel like oh no my kids are going to be on an airplane probably skydiving before they're 12 years old just having a blast <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah so and and that's that's key too and it's cool that you're you guys are already thinking about that because they're you know well first of all i do want to touch on the whole cabin and the beach thing uh I don't like the beach for obvious reasons. I'm pale. I'm a ginger at me and the sun just don't go well together. Um, I've had so many, all of my worst sunburn experiences have been on the beach. Um, now that's my fault because you know, I don't apply sunscreen like I'm supposed to, but, um, yeah, I'd much rather be up in the mountains. And so it was funny. Cause I told my wife was like, Hey, you're turning 30 this year. What do you want to do? I was like, well, you've always said you want to go to Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii. And she's like, you don't like the beach. Why do you want to go to Hawaii? I said, Oh, there's beautiful <laughs> mountains up there. And she was like, is there something there that you can hunt? I'm like, yeah, maybe <laughs> possibly. I mean, there's, you know, pigs and axes deer and, 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 and she's like, I'm not going, <laughs> but that's kind of, that's kind of what, you know, that that's, that's the same way. Like I want a cabin up in the mountains and she's like, okay, but we also need to have something like a lake or, you know, something with water and, and, and the sun somewhere warm. Um, but that, that's funny, but I, I agree. It's kind of all where your priorities are. Um, you know, I prioritize with our kids. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I can't, I can't be as active because I have kids. I'm like, that's what they make front backpacks for or front packs for, you know, like my, I, I have pictures of my son being like three months old bundled up like a snowman and he was like eating one of my hoodie strings which i didn't realize until i took the picture but like you know this bald baby out and you know hiking <laughs> the mountains with me because that's what i did on my day off and i'm like i'm not stopping just because i had a baby you know and uh and now they're older and they sometimes fight me because they know they're going to get tired and they don't like that feeling um but once i get them out in the mountains like they're just free and they love it um and, you know, if you want to travel, travel, it's very possible. It's not as convenient. I a hundred percent agree with that. It's not as easy. You can't just drop everything. Like you have to think about diapers or you have to think about having snacks for the kids. You can't just pack your own water. You got to carry your kids water. Like you still need to make it enjoyable for them. Uh, but it's possible. It's just a matter of where your priorities yeah. are, you know? So I think yeah. that's cool that you guys have prioritized that between you and your wife. Um, and that you guys are on the same page with that. 
what is it that you, what do you do for work? I've, I've seen a little bit here and there, but what, what do you do for work? I uh, build car washes, I guess is the easiest way to say. I, I work for a local company, just a couple St. George guys. It's uh, Tag and Go Car Washes is the name of it. And they just created building these washes. And I came in doing just managing a location was it four years ago or something and then just started getting hands-on enjoying fixing stuff and then i kind of moved to maintenance and then i started building their new locations and then it just kind of led to there and now you just travel around and install car wash equipment <laughs> that's awesome that's i wouldn't even know where to start with that i i can barely get my tire in the little rail to make sure it goes through properly. Like I can't even think about building one. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea about anything. Like I knew nothing mechanical. I, I literally nothing. And just had fun just learning it. And I got trained on one site and then kind of a little bit more on the second site. And then the third site, I hundred percent built by myself with, with a couple apprentices that were just my grunts to help me do it but yeah it's I'm, the car washes is, is a funny place you uh you meet and see some people that you didn't realize were on the earth <laughs> for some reason car wash brings out either the best or the worst in people it's it's it keeps it interesting that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had someone try and walk through it while it's on okay <laughs> Um, definitely with the windows down, at least in their car. I, we've, I mean, I'm sure there's been people that ask like, Hey, can we walk through probably for making a TikTok or something? But no, yeah, we get people that like the other day we had, we, so they've, they own a couple like self-serve car washes, like touchless, and then they have the tunnels and stuff. And at the touchless one, this lady decided to take this massive U-Haul into the touch list it's like a seven foot clearance and this is like a 12 foot u-haul she makes it in the bay because the bay's tall enough but the like gantry that moves around the vehicle um it hits the the top of the u-haul and um we had just put this machine in like probably a month before a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and it hits and she just panics so she just puts it in drive and just starts mobbing forward. And her her U-Haul is doing a wheelie, burning out in this bay. And she puts it back in reverse and then hits drive again and just pounds it, crushes this whole unit, just gone. Everything total loss. Makes it out and drives off. And she paid with a credit card, so we were able to find her. But um I met with the guy that was replacing it all that we buy the equipment from. And he's like, dude, this is the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> so it just like happens. Just, I don't know. Oh, it, it keeps, it keeps my job interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Keeps you in business. <laughs> that's right. Keeps you with the job. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. Well, I want to ask you, uh, cause you know, and anyone that shot a bow, um, like I shoot, a higher poundage because I got to make up for my lack of draw draw length, but you shoot an 80 pound uh, or 70 pound, which is still a lot. Um, people forget that that's a lot of weight because it's so common now, but uh, how do you keep your shoulders uh, healthy? Like, I know you're not a, well, actually, I don't know. Are you a gym rat? That's just kind of in the closet. And I don't know about that. Or uh, <laughs> like, do you, is there, how do you keep your shoulders healthy? 
Um, I I used to do two a days before I got married, and then the day I got married, I lost like thirty pounds of muscle. So, and I've been to the gym like once or twice since then. <laughs> Me and my uh, college roommates, we we uh, we were up at BYU Idaho, and they had an incredible gym there, and so we just went all day every day. I was paying attention to my my food intake. I was pounding as many calories as I could because I was burning so much and ended up gaining quite a bit of muscle but then I got married and that all went to crap so I uh I've I've got a gym in my house I've used it a total of like four times so I need I need to get back into that I keep telling myself today's the day and I'll do it a little bit and then I'm like oh crap I got stuff to do and I just I don't I don't prioritize it I obviously want to I need to um but my shoulders as far as keeping those healthy it's like I feel like I do like I don't do too much. So I've got my main bow that I hunt and shoot most of the time with is 80 pounds. And I know my limit. I won't go past my limit. I've got one bow. It was in the nineties and I could do two or three and just call that good. But it's more of just practice. Um, back in the day I had like, I had one of those Accu bows to just help. But I think if you're consistent with just shooting your bow and focusing on your form, I remember when I was first starting, my form was awful, like blow your shoulder out every time, but I, I just had gotten used to it or something. And so now I try to remember a good form that everybody's kind of built different. So some forms not going to feel as strong as something else compared to, you know, if somebody's 300 pounds versus, I mean, I'm a solid 155 pounds. So I'm just this little guy. Um, I feel like if you, I don't know, I feel like I'm really good at knowing my limit. The, some people will push, you know, and feel like it's going to help and it's going to strengthen them. Um, but that's only going to hurt you. If you're going to go past what your body can handle, your body can only handle so much, especially if you don't train, like I don't train at all. So I know I can't keep going. Um, and so I'll drop down to my 70 pound bow or even a 60 pound bow or I shoot my wife's 35 pound bow just for kicks and giggles. Um, and so I think that would probably be the best advice I could get is just know your limit. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and, uh, and, you know, and technique, cause like, like what you mentioned with technique, because it is different. Like some people you see keep their elbows super high and that works for them. I feel like I'm somewhere in between. Um, and I do remember like when I, so a couple of years ago when I got my first bow, you know, I knew I wanted to have that heavier draw length or draw weight. Um, and so I got the 80 pound limbs and they come in hot. I think it came in at like 86 pounds. And I was like, I couldn't draw back. And I'm in the gym every day. Like, I feel like I've got strong shoulders. I've got strong back muscles. I couldn't draw back. So I had to kind of eat my ego for a little bit and I turned it down to 65 pounds and I just 15 reps a day and my shoulders were sore as all get out. But, um, you know, eventually it was, it was, it was a lot better and making sure I had that good form. I had people watching me. I videoed myself and sent it out to a couple people. Um, having a good coach is, is also key. I mean, you grew up with it, so you've got that experience. Uh, but if you're just getting into it, you know, having, having that, uh, as well. And so you mentioned you've got a, a 80 pound bow that you currently hunt with, but don't you have something special coming in the mail? Or yeah, I got it? the, uh, 
Haven't got it yet. Still waiting for the uh, good old RX-7. And that's going to be, I ordered it in 80 as well. So we'll see if it's coming in too hot. But yeah, it's still you waiting out for the UPS truck. Yeah, oh, every day, <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm calling TNT. Hey, it's my brother. It's my brother. It's my brother. We there yet? <laughs> and yeah, it's just this shipping game is just a mess right now. I mean, it's just a big waiting game. I just have to turn my brain off. So that way I'm not reminding myself that. I really, really, really want it. <laughs> oh, you know, like I just reminded you. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh crap. Yeah. No, uh, that, that RX seven is pretty sweet, man. I um I didn't even bother shooting it because I was like, I so I, I've got my my Hoyt right now is the Axios. So just before they came out with the Ventum. Um and I like the Ventum, but then I actually this year I went with I've got a V V three X coming. Um and that nice. just it's funny because like you went back to Hoyt. And I'm like, actually, Matthews felt better for me this year. Um, but and, and it was just it all came down to the string angle for me. And there was just mm -hmm. something about the string angle on the Matthews that just felt just that much better than the Hoyt. You yeah. know, um, and, yeah. I, and I do love that, that you're not necessarily brand loyal. Um, but it usually for me, at least the last couple of years that I've been into it, it has come down to Matthews and Hoyt. And I just I just have to close my eyes draw it back and just feel it, you know, cause you just, otherwise you're like, they both look great. They're both awesome bows at that point. It's just more of a, like when you're cold, how does it feel? You know, and you shoot them back to back. So, yeah. but that's awesome. Yeah. yeah that yeah. RX seven looks pretty sweet. I, I couldn't touch it. Cause I was like, I, yeah, I can't, it's, it's a little out yeah, of my price that, range. I, <laughs> yeah. I walked in there and Terry's like, dude, if you shoot it, you gotta be careful. I'm like, well, dude, that's what I do is I have to shoot the bows. Like, like I gotta make a video. I shout it. I'm like, freak. Well, it's a tax write off, and maybe I'll give it away later. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, dude, I'll place it right now. You won't be like, giving this one away. It. That that RX7 is freaking sweet, man, it, and it looks good too. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be sweet. I got that. What was it? The what they call it? Wilderness color, the green mm -hmm. one. And yeah. so I I usually always get camo. I usually get QU or Sitka or something. And I always love the solid colors. I just never go with it for some reason. So finally I was like, all right, let's, let's buy solid color and see how it goes. But yeah, I was kind of bummed. If you can't tell, I like gray and black, you know, just a little bit. I, best colors. <laughs> right. And so like, I went with the QU, like I like the, the QU Verde, um, I guess 2.0. So I, I went with that with black limbs on my first bow and then uh, this one, I was kind of bummed they got rid of the gray because I was really looking forward to getting the gray. Um, both Hoyt and Matthews got rid of it. And I was like, well, so I went with the granite uh, riser with black oh, lips nice. on that Matthew. Yeah. So that's going to look sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good looking bow. Um, I'm going to do orange accents on it and everything. So, uh, and yes, I say orange weird. My wife picks on me about that all the time. <laughs> She's like, there's no A in orange. I'm like, I know, but you know. It works better when you tell that the the knock knock joke, right? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? It works better. Um, but no. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so yeah, that that's awesome, man. I, I I love your 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 background. I love what you're doing, and and I do want to kind of talk a little bit more about like why did you get into giving away bows? Like you give away bows, you always you're always doing drawings. Um, you're setting people up with like I think last year you did a an at-home bow shop basically um and then the last couple of years you've been doing the the flags where you give away two bows and there's a check involved um so talk a little bit more about that like 
why why did you end up doing that why do you do that and uh and and maybe disclose a little bit more information as to what exactly it is yeah yeah so i mean obviously giveaway who doesn't who doesn't like you know winning something but you see these giveaways that people are doing and it's like how many entries do you think are going you know a million entries with these big companies 10 million entries um and you always kind of feel like a tiny little minnow in the ocean where there's no chance. Like you don't stand a chance. Um, and so I tried to make a platform where it's like, Hey, if, if I have the platform and the ability to make it possible to create the odds to be so much better. I think the first one I did, um, that I started doing was like two, one in 250 chance of winning. So you'd buy a decal, uh, and the kind of kind of the way I structured it is it would just hundred percent break even. I didn't make anything. I didn't profit, you know, anything at all. It was I would spend two thousand dollars on a bow and you know selling twenty five hundred dollars or twenty five hundred or sorry, two hundred fifty decals at ten bucks, I'd make twenty five hundred bucks. And five hundred dollars would go to expenses of everything for shipping, for the decals, for all supplies I needed to run the website and everything. Um, so then I would give $2,000 to a person, I'd call them up and say, Hey, you won. Let's, let's order you a bow. I'd spend 2000 bucks setting it up. And, um, then it just kind of started rolling a little bit more. I got that going. So then I, you know, started making hats and I did one that was like, I actually had a guy send me an Axios or maybe it was a Helix. Um, and he was like, Hey dude, I just bought this bow. I got another one, but I want to get, I want you to give it away. So I was like, cool. So I gave it away. I think I did like a hundred entries with that and then used the profits since I didn't have to buy that bow, used the profits to give away another bow. And I just, my wife's like, when, when are you going to make it like a dollar doing this or something? Um, and anyway, now it's, it's to the point with the uh, current one, the flags. Um, so I've got a few family members in military. I've had my, one of my grandpas served as a vice cop in las vegas undercover cop and stuff too so i've always had a big interest in police big interest in in veterans and a lot of respect for any first responders so that was kind of what i geared this last one i'm doing um towards and so it's you buy a flag and it's it's a hundred dollar entry to go into it um but there's only 500 entries for that and it's two bows of any choice so you get a bow for yourself and then you get a bow for somebody that, you know, it's a veteran or first responder or somebody that's served you in your life. Um, just to try to help somebody get a friend. Cause I know a lot of, a lot of vets that have a hard time, you know, sometimes with PTSD or, or depression, they don't have the means to make something happen. So I just figured I'm like, I'll use my platform as much as I can to, to help somebody that knows somebody that's going to need it. And then uh, on top of that, to donate $5,000 to uh, Wishes for Warriors. So there's kind of organization to help veterans and first responders or injured people um, to be able to have the opportunity to hunt. They get it all set up and guide service and everything. So I just figured as much as I can to give and then use the, the remaining funds to give way more away that people don't know I haven't planned, don't have planned for. So people are like, dude, you're making like so much money. I'm like, no, 
it's all it's all already spent like in my head it's 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 gone and it's it's only gonna just give away as many buzz as i can and so kind of what fuels it for me is i just i picture myself as that 11 12 13 year old kid buying my first bow and just thinking like you know what what or how would i have felt if somebody's like hey dude you just like here's a bow like let me help you out like it would just make my absolute world and so putting myself in those in those shoes i mean how important archery is to me i just figured as much as i can share it and and help as many people as i can um that's that's kind of what fuels it the last one i gave away on christmas um some guy in montana i called him like five times and he wouldn't answer and it was his business phone and so he i mean it's christmas day he's not gonna answer so i text him like dude answer your phone he's like who is this i'm like uh you want something just answer your phone then he's like i'm at dinner with my family just what so i text like oh this is Hacks and hunt you want a bow he calls me wait are you serious I'm like yeah and he was just stoked out of his mind and just having those little moments where you get to call somebody. Um, I've had a couple winners in Texas. I've had a guy in California. I've had just all over the map. And that's, I feel like that's just what, what fuels me even more. Like the content stuff's fun. The platform's fun. Um, I don't view it as the ability to use people to make my money, you know, make money and, and move forward like that. I make the videos because I, I like, doing it i like shooting the bows and comparing them because when you go buy a bow typically you go shoot them all anyway so it's like you know might as well just throw a camera in front of you if you enjoy doing that i slightly enjoy editing um depending on depending on the day and how long it takes i'm not i'm no professional by any means i do a lot of youtube university learning how to edit stuff <laughs> um but yeah that's i mean that's what i've got going on right now and then on top of that i guess i did I buy, I'll just buy another bow. Like right now I have that V3 that I'm giving away and the odds are the best it's ever been. It's one in 60 chance of winning the V3. So within the flag giveaway, I'm like, all right, the next 60 people that buy a flag get a one in 60 chance. And then once that's given up, well, I'm definitely going to go buy another bow and do it again. So it's, it's just fun. I don't know. It's just my my hobby just i don't know giving stuff away it's there's nothing better than calling someone up like yo you just won two thousand dollars worth of archery equipment because that's i mean that's a lot of money that's that's a lot of equipment it's not not easy to go buy a bow all the time and so people i don't know feel like really enjoy it and appreciate the the hopefully they see my genuine self and trying to do it and not not trying to make a buck off everybody i mean maybe one day i'll have so many entries i've got to got to slim it out but it's just running smooth so far but yeah that's awesome dude yeah and you can i mean you can tell i did kind of wonder oh, like are you mute oh there oh sorry it was yeah. muted for a sec you're good i think there's a little bit of a lag um but yeah no it, it's interesting to me like you can tell you're genuine and i know you've had some comments where you're like go ahead and stay tuned or go ahead and what, what is it that you say? Um, like you're like, if you want to see this, go ahead and stay tuned. Oh, oh yeah. 
if, if you want to see what I think about this or if I take it home, go ahead and stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, I think it's funny that, you know, there's always people out there that'll crit critique you for, and I, you mentioned that in one of your videos, probably a year ago or something that, you know, people say that, and I'm just like, it's, it's silly, you know, that people will critique you on that. Cause you could tell that you're genuine. You, you really want to, to help people. You do it for a good cause. And I, I did kind of wonder, I'm like, how is he making money off of this? Cause like, I know how much this stuff costs. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like doing the numbers in my head. I'm like, you're not making anything, but you're not technically no. a charity. Like what the heck? <laughs> but, it's, it's, it's a lot of work for, yeah. for nothing. I mean, it's obviously not for nothing, but money wise. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, I, I, what been doing hacking for three, four years and I've pulled out, I would say, so I say my, my pay, my salary that I have paid myself total is like 500 bucks. Cause I wanted mm -hmm. a RC rock crawler so bad. And so I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pay myself and go have some fun. And so that's literally like all I paid myself in. <laughs> yep. No, I, and I, I feel you, man. And I think it's cool. I think it's, I, I really do think it's a good thing that you're doing. Um, and I, you know, I, I want to run some ideas by you after the podcast and see what you think about them. But as far yeah. as like, you know, my, my wife's the same way. She's like, you're doing this podcasting thing. Uh, where's, you know, when are you going to start making money? And I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, I just, I just enjoy having good conversations and sharing things that have worked for me. And I just want to help other people. Um, and for me, yeah. that's knowledge for you. That's, you know, giving away a bow and, and making someone's day, um, even though they don't want to answer their phone call when you call them a million times <laughs> and, and things like that. But, you know, I, I, I can tell, and I think a lot of people can tell that you're genuine and, and you, you just have that passion about archery that you want to spread to other people. Um, and, and you do it in, in your way. And I, I think it's awesome. And it's not that you're just asking people to put in 10 bucks to get in a drawing, like you're still giving them something like, uh, you're sending decals or you're sending a flag, like flags aren't cheap to make. It's not cheap to ship, you know? Um, and, and so you're still giving, like you, they're paying for it obviously, but it's not that you're saying, give me the money so I can give one person a bow. You're like, I'm still giving you something in return and you also might get the bow. Like that's, that, that's pretty cool setup. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. So I just wanted to kind of ask you a couple questions here to wrap up. First thing, just kind of yeah. spitfire. Uh, what's your favorite memory from 2021? 2021. Um, well, there's a memory. I'm not sure if I, uh, no, we'll share. Well, you know, it's, this, this, this will be the first place it's been heard. Um, found out my wife is pregnant. So that's going to be the ultimate number one. <laughs> Is she okay with you sharing that? Okay. <laughs> She'll have to be. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. Congrats. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been a few years trying to make it happen. And finally, 2021, it happened. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. That That's pretty sweet. I uh, So, funny story about how you're like, oh, she'll have to be. So, my... Um, when my wife and I found out that she was pregnant with our first, so I've got five kids, three of them aren't biologically mine. Cause uh, I'm 29 and we've got a 22 year old. So I didn't start having kids when I was seven, you know, like I just, <laughs> I always preface it with like, they're like, well, why do you have to say they're not biologically yours? I'm like, 
because now you know like you're gonna sit there and do the numbers you're gonna be like wait a minute that doesn't match up but um <laughs> anyway so when when our first together uh when we we got the ultrasound and and like we were going to mexico or something like that and uh no it was our second sorry i apologize it was our second child and uh, we hadn't told anyone and we we're going to mexico and so like i posted them like uh something along the lines of uh the three of us are going to mexico and like it just bl- and then of course we turn our phones off to get on the plane she didn't know that i had posted that we get to mexico and we get <laughs> wi-fi and we were getting blown up and she was like what did you do <laughs> and i was just i'll never live that down i will never live that down <laughs> oh that is hilarious uh, so that i've learned funny. my lesson and we also have not had any other kids since then but if uh, if we did like <laughs> i will not do that um but that's awesome dude congratulations that that's that's really awesome you're gonna um you have a little archer on your hands you're coming out shooting that's right that's right people are like do you, do you hope it's a boy or go like Either way, they're shooting a bow and they're coming hunting, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, you're gonna have them holding the rangefinder for you, right? And like whispering That's to right. you. While... <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Dad, it's it's forty when it's 40. really oh, eighty. Oh, he or took something. a step. Forty three. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and then uh let's see here so so that's that's a really good that's a really good one um for 2021 now for 2022 what are you looking forward to uh what what's something that you're whether it be with Haxon hunt or in your own life i mean i know you guys are moving so you've kind of brought that up um but what 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 are you looking forward to in 2022 2022 i've got quite a few uh big goals and and a lot of things happening right now I, I, those are ones that I won't spill the beans on quite yet, but, uh, there's some, I will say there's some pretty, uh, sweet things in the works with, with hacks. And, um, I, my wife always tells me like, Oh, my dreams feel so small compared to yours. Cause I'll be like, yeah, it's going to be dope. We're going to have our helicopter and a big ranch. And my, my dreams, I, I a hundred percent, I'll own a helicopter. I, I love helicopters. That's just one of my other side loves and hobbies. And, I've always wanted to become a helicopter pilot just for my own fun time, not, not for a job, but for just flying around. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, but something 2022, Oh man, there's so much. I think the biggest thing is, is holding myself accountable to, to the consistency game. Consistency is key. Um, and for 2021, I took, I took like a year break off of Instagram. I did, I did a few YouTube things, but I legit deleted Instagram off my, off my phone, um, and Facebook, all the socials and stuff, um, just to kind of just settle in. I, I always felt like I was, I was getting consumed by it, but at the same time, like I, it almost put me in. I don't want to like say depression, but I always didn't feel good enough because so many people are accomplishing so many more things than me, even though I was accomplishing things that just might not have felt as big as these things. And so deleted that and spent a year just, I mean, not consistent with any content. And so 2022 coming back at it, feeling a lot better. And so I'm going to that's kind of my, my main thing I'm stoked for, and I'm stoked to do it for, for myself, do it for the right reasons, not, not to 
so to say, get famous or, or anything, but put the content for myself, whether two people see it and, or whether a million people see, I, I really don't care. I just have fun doing it. Awesome, man. I like it. So 2022, you're, uh, you're having a kid and, uh, you're getting a helicopter. So no, (laughs) um, no, we're moving quick. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, so a buddy of mine that I work with at at actually this company that the shirt I'm wearing is uh, first form and, um, his brother, they're out in Missouri. His brother's a helicopter pilot and uh, he's got his own personal little helicopter and he flew around on Christmas and was dressed up like Santa and was just delivering gifts. Right. And so like, I could picture you doing something like that. I really could. Just dropping um, bows out of a chopper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a bow and you get a bow and you get a bow. <laughs> and dozen arrows for you. Um, no, I, yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I, I definitely don't, that's not in my dreams, but, but I think that's cool. Um, and, and having big dreams, uh, like I don't have anything fancy, but I have a vision board like sitting right here. Um, I eventually I want to get one of those cork boards where I can post pictures and stuff and visualize a little bit more. Um, I'm not good at visualizing things like that. And so, uh, you know, just those constant reminders. And I think it's cool that you do have those big dreams and you can make them happen. You know, and, and you, you, you know, people, they'll talk down about speaking it into existence. Um, but you talk about it enough, you're going to start doing it, you know, and, and so that that's cool. I like that. Um, and then <clears throat> as far as social media, uh, you can't, you know, you just can't compare yourself. You're, you can't compare your life to someone's highlight reel, which is what social media is about. And so like, that's why for me, um, I've kept it so raw, whether it be here on the podcast or, uh, with, with Instagram mainly, I don't really do much with Facebook. I've got a little group on there, but, um, with Instagram, I just, I want to share either funny things or things that I do with my family, but I keep it simple. Like I don't have the best lighting and I don't have, I don't, I, I seriously just, I take enough pictures and videos as it is. I just go in and take clips of them. Like I don't pose them. We don't drive an hour to go get the fanciest picture on the salt flats or whatever like i just do whatever i do you know and and that's kind of the way i want i don't want people to think that what i do is unattainable you know yeah and uh and you you definitely you're the same way and and i can get that i just thought that maybe you weren't wanting to chat with me last year i thought you were mad at me or something i (laughs) no but now that makes more sense i was like i I was i was dead for for a year basically with any contact (laughs) yeah and then you go and you kill it you kill a spike which that was a cool that was a cool story um and i you know and i miss a spike i'm like oh like this guy but (laughs) I got lucky. I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so cool, man. Um, just to kind of wrap it up here, where can people find you at if they're looking to either get in on the bow giveaway, the flags, or if they just want to look at this new consistent content you're going to be putting out? Yeah, no. Yeah. My, uh, get in on any giveaways. It's just hacksandhunt.com. It's my website. Um, I've got merch on there. I've got my flags and, I usually have everything on there that explains how the giveaway is going on and, and how, how it's going live right now. Um, so many people are like, well, how do I know if I'm entered or whatever? So they can, if people use the code V3, cause that's the bow I'm giving away right now, if they use that and it works. That means you've got a one in 60 chance of winning. So that's kind of how I try to keep track and let people know I'm not, not very good at the, uh, 
online game. So it's hard to learn how to uh, customize an email anytime a purchase goes out or whatever. So I'm, I'm learning that part. Um, and then Instagram, just at Hacks and Hunt, same thing, YouTube, Hacks and Hunt. Um, and yeah, basically uh, that's the only places I'm at. So <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thanks again for your time. And uh, I love what you're doing. And um, yeah, I just appreciate this chat and, and finally getting to get you on camera and, and ha- steal an hour of your day and, and uh, talk about fun things and uh, stealing that announcement about your baby. So <laughs> hey, it's, it's going to be a good little catch. You know, people, I'll post that. Like, hey, the biggest announcement I've ever made is uh, on this podcast. You got to watch it. Watch there it you go. <laughs> there you go. That's one, one way to draw people in. Cool, man. Well, uh, again, I appreciate your time. And, and uh, for all you guys out there, you should go check them out. Uh, he puts up some great stuff on, on YouTube, especially if you don't have a chance to go and review all the bows yourself, maybe you work, uh, until the bow shops closed or whatever it may be. Um, he gives some good, good, honest, non-biased reviews on pretty much all the bows that you can get your hands on. And, uh, yeah, so go check them out. And as I always say, guys, get out, live your life and love it. All right. Well, there's the conversation with Braxton. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Go check out his channel. I'll leave the link in the description below on YouTube and Instagram. He does awesome bow reviews. Very down to earth guy. Uh, Go check him out. Also, like I mentioned before, I've got other companies that I work with down below. Uh, Fuel, the best hands down granola breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, whatever you want to use it for that I've had. Even if you're not in the back country, it's an amazing meal. Go check them out. They also sell other brands as well. If you're looking for more than granola, go check out uh, Alpen Fuel and use the code below that you can save some money on those other meals as well. And of course, go check me out on Instagram at red.beer.outdoors, also on Facebook. And if you would like to get into a community that believes in all three of these aspects of family, fitness, and the outdoors, go check out Redbeard's Fit Crew on Facebook. I'd love to help you out with any nutrition, health goals that you have uh, for this year. We're still pretty new into the year. If you've fallen off the bandwagon, no big deal. It doesn't have to start January 1 every year. It starts when you want it to start. So come check me out. Shoot me a message. And if you go leave a review, send a screenshot of it to my email, redbeardoutdoors, the number one, at gmail.com, and I'll send you something in the mail as a token of my appreciation. So thanks again for your support and for constantly being here with me uh, as we're growing. And have an amazing day. And of course, get out, live your life, and love it.